सहनावतु सहनावनक्तु सहवीर्यं करवावहै तेजस्विनावधीतमस्तुमा विद्विशावहै ओम शांति 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 अनुवाकटन मंत्रास नाइन एंड टेन परिनो रुद्रस्य हेतिर ब्रिनक्तो परित्वेशस्य दुर्मतिरभायो आवस्थिरा मघवध्यस्तनुष्वमीढ़वस्तोकायतनयायमृदयमीढ़ुष्टमशिवतमशिवोनसुमनाभवरमेवृक्षायुधनिधायकृत्यंबसानाचरपिनाकंबिभ्
I am also crafting my own weapons. I am sharpening, <laughs> sharpening the buddhi here. That becomes a weapon. Buddhi, my own buddhi, in understanding the truth of myself as free from all kinds of pains and sorrows, is is my weapon against what? Against the eclipse of atma ajnanam, which makes me think and makes me uh, feel that I am targeted by my own karma which caused the spoof of karma itself. So, so therefore, the, uh, here, the, the prayer mixed with that understanding is an effective neutralizer of difficult karma. Of course, that is what is the, called the Lord's grace and blessing. So, along with his, because of his grace, uh, this is possible. And, uh, and so mantras 8 and 9 in that way, seen in that way, are extremely interesting. So let us see. Uh, of course, mantra 8 has its own mantra. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this, is the, <laughs> this is the Sri Rudra. So it has its own mantra in the form of a Dhyana Shloka. Dhyana Shloka means a, a, a kind of a something to center the mind, a kind of a, 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 a prelude to this mantra. And what is this, uh, you know, it's difficult to chant in the meter because it is uh, full of sandhis. So I'll just read it. Udyad bhaskara kotik prakasham akashagam bhimam bhitignam abhaya varadam dhyayet rudram suraughanutam. So dhyayet is the dhatu, is the verb. Dhyayet means what may one meditate, may one contemplate upon who, of course, this Rudra, who is the topic here for a long time. And so may one cont contemplate upon this Rudra. And who is this Rudra? Who, who shines, uh, Udyat means rising, Bhaskara, sun. How many? Koti, 10 million suns. If 10 million suns were to rise at one, one time, what would it be? Prakasham means the, the, this kind of a, uh, uh, this, this kind of a uh, uh, powerful uh, radiance, the one endowed with this much radiance. And what is this radiance? Atma radiance, self-effulgent self. And that is the brightest thing of all and that is the one that is always there. And so the one with self-effulgent radiance, uh, who is like a 10 million suns, rising suns, who has the effulgence of the 10 million rising suns. And then uh, Akashagam, the sun, for the sun you can say Akashagaha, Akashe Gachati. But here the sun is Rudra. So Akashagam cannot be, goes in space. That would be a silly translation. The one who even pervades space. Yeah, because space is all pervasive. But here we have found a grandfather of space. Yeah. <laughs> the one who even pervades space. Space is nothing compared to this, the one who pervades space. Here Akashagam. And for that reason and other reasons also, Bhimam, frightening. <laughs> yeah, frightening. Because Rudra means frightening. You know, because it, you, you, when you look at Rudra, you are looking at your own karma phala and which you would rather forget. And that's why, <laughs> that's why it's kind of nice to not know the last birth. 
not know what all one did in the last birth it's kind of nice that there is the compassion of mother maya that this great mm. goddess has put a veil of ignorance so that i can't access what happened unless in some freak cases you know the child remembers something and all these things and quickly the parents suppress it and send it to summer camp and such places where, where these things are not remembered and uh, but barring that nobody remembers nobody remembers what you did who you, who all you abandoned did you take care of uh, you know all the people that you were supposed to take care of did you leave your children on the roadside and <laughs> nobody knows <laughs> nobody knows did you did you feed them and uh, did you take care of them and then what about uh, you know what about your job did you just you know did you just uh, rely on your coworkers and uh, and sail off on a holiday uh, without even telling them and did you quit when you were supposed when they were in the middle of a terrible deadline did you do all those things <laughs> i don't know oh thank god let it be that way and so half of the life is gone happily not remembering that and who because even the even the immediate past is painful to remember what to talk about past lives and even though there is a morbid fascination for everybody with past life and then you know you are going on a highway minding your own business going you know just taking a drive and then you see some board <laughs> with lights <laughs> past life regression and suddenly the car itself makes its mind to go there you have nothing to do with this and you are wondering what am i doing but then you just want to hear what all you did in the past life and you come out more depressed Uh, than than ever before, because especially they they we have an Indian past life reading called Nadi Shastra, and in this Nadi Shastra there is this uh, what is that called? Uh, they they always tell you very depressing. I have had mine read, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, Pujya Swamiji sent all of us. You know, get get this thing, get it out of your system. He said. and so we went we we had actually gone with him on a pilgrimage so then he all we, then we were dropped off at this fellow's house and at this pandit's house and then he said oh your story is in somebody else some other pandit's house i have to get it and then do this and then you know all of us all the people who went with me i mean 11 12 of us all of us had a past life in sri lanka i don't know why sri lanka okay Yeah, and everybody past life in Sri Lanka, and then uh, there, and there was a general, there was a general theme here, and the general theme was there was a meditating sadhu, and we had disturbed the sadhu. Yeah. And what I, uh, what I had done, yeah, I had, I was trying to walk carefully, but then some twigs snapped under the feet. I mean, this forest when I was walking, trying not to disturb the sadhu. And do I get some points for? Uh, Uh, intentionality no because the sadhu woke up from the samadhi and got mad and put a curse okay so and everybody's thing was the same thing same thing at all and we were all just slightly depressed after this reading and then you know then the, um, there was a public talk by pujya swami ji and then we all sat there and we had all gone with him from the ashram only and so we all sat there and then and then he started to talk and then he looked at us and nodded okay these these specimens are back from <laughs> from their past life readings and then he said uh, he said uh, yeah these things are of no use not much use and then um, you know 
somehow they always tell you that you have had a past life in Sri Lanka. He said. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have kicked a sadhu who was meditating. And, uh, and, and that is why you are having this miserable life. <laughs> and we just started to laugh. And then he, that's when he said, I wanted you to get it out of your system. <laughs> So you see, this is what happens when you go and uh, go behind past lives, past life regression, and then you know some soul yeah, retrieval, like uh, all kinds of nonsense is there. So there is a reason why there is a veil. But imagine if, supposing you could look at the past life, then you would find it very frightening. Let's say you not not even one past life. Let's say so many past lives, and then. What is frightening is that there is a theme. You've done the same thing again and again and again without really understanding for 12 past lives in a row. And that you find extremely frightening. And you have to close the eyes. This is what is called Bhima in this Dhyana Shloka. That is what is scary. Because here the bare Rudra is reminding you of all the omissions and commissions, all the things that you have done and all the things you should have done but you have not done, all the things you should not have done but have done. And so that's why it is scary. It's not that Rudra is out to get you, okay? Yeah. So, but at that, but at the same time, it is Bhitignam, Bhitignam, Bhiti Gnati, Bhitim Gnati, Iti Bhitignam. Gnati means kills. And you know, bhitim hanti, bhitignam, bhitignaha. And uh, so, uh, the, the one who is the killer of fear. Now, isn't there a contradiction that there is a person who is a, uh, who is the, who is the source of uh, fear, rudra. Here is this entity who is a source of fear, but at the same time, the one who kills fear. Isn't there a contradiction? No, because as soon as you see that this is your own karma out to, uh, you know, get you, and that's what you are fearing, immediately you can take recourse to the fact that this Bhagavan is the one who is going to save me from the pain of this karma. And so the Lord becomes Bhitignam, the one who, uh, one who kills off the fear. Then Abhaya Varadam not only kills off the fear, but gives the boon of fearlessness. Gives the boon of fearlessness. Bhitignam Abhaya Varadam Dhyayet. May one contemplate upon this kind of Rudra who is the Sura Augha Auganutam. Auganutam means, Auganutaha means the uh, refuge for the devas who is praised by the devas and who in whom who the, the devas find refuge that is the kind of the person okay so uh, so this mantra is supposed to be uh, uh, fixing the mind in order to study uh, mantra number 8 okay this is the mantra for dhyana shloka for mantra number 8 and then, of course, we all want to know what will happen if I chant this, uh, won't we? Yes. So it says that you get what is called Purascharana Siddhi. Purascharana means repeating the mantra as many times as there are syllables. Om Namah Shivaya. Om is not counted. Namah Shivaya. Panchakshari. 
So each one is uh, uh, repeated a hundred thousand times. Okay. So hundred thousand each syllable hundred thousand times. So when you repeat the mantra five hundred thousand times, then that is called Purascharana Siddhi. And then you get the power to give the mantra to others. This is what it is. And then you get Purascharana Siddhi means you are able to chant this mantra uh, nicely. You are able to chant this mantra nicely uh, without any, not this mantra, any mantra that you have. You, you, you get, uh, no, this mantra, yes, I stand corrected. You, you, get to, you, you are able to chant this mantra 500,000, not 500, but you have to see. It's, it's many more syllables, okay? Each one is chanted 100,000 times. So you get this very easily. And then, uh, uh, how long should you chant it to get Purascharana Siddhi? Only three days and three nights. All right, yeah. One night, if you have little bit disturbed sleep, forget pulling an all-nighter, okay? <laughs> so one is not a spring chicken anymore. And forget pulling an all-nighter. And, and even if you lose two, three hours of sleep, then you're talking about it for days on end. You know, I'm like this because three days ago I couldn't sleep. And, and so this is what one is complaining all the time. And so imagine, so continuously for three days and three nights. And to make it, for the cherry on top, one of the nights you don't eat at all, one day. One of those days you don't eat. So one baby fast and then three days and three nights of continuous chanting. And then what happens? The mantra takes care of all the inner enemies. Oh, very nice. <laughs> and then what is the conclusion? I'm fine with my inner enemies. <laughs> I don't mind having a few inner enemies. Oh Lord, find me another way. <laughs> yeah. So, very quickly, let's go to mantra eight <laughs> because this is this is too difficult. Okay, stuhi imperative from stu second conjugation. The second conjugation. Uh, uh, you know, uh, the second conjugation uh, verbs are a headache. I'm actually <laughs> dreading that, teaching them. So, uh, because each one has its own rules. Each and every one has its own rules. You don't, you know, and then whenever something sounds weird, you say second conjugation. And you are, yeah, just like when you, just like, you know, when you don't know the chant, which text is this? Bhagavad Gita, which chapter? 15 chapter. And so, stuhi. What kind of a word is that? It must be second conjugation. This is our, this is our conclusion. So the second conjugation, stu, uh, to praise. Stuhi means uh, you, uh, praise. It's an order, note, imperative. Praise. And who is being asked to praise? You are telling your mind to praise. You are telling, giving an order to your mind to praise. Instead of thinking all kinds of useless thoughts, sit and praise the Lord. This is what you are telling the mind. And if it sounds funny, like talking to yourselves, don't worry because we have a strong tradition of that in, in, the, in, in so many bhajans. Bhajare mana, we say this. Sada Shiva Bhajamana, O mind, uh, 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 you know, Shivam Bhaja, Sada Shivam Bhaja, 
please worship Lord Shiva, sing his praises. Like this, there is a, that is a convention, there is a custom. So, stuhi. So, who, who should I, come stuhi, who should I stuhi, who should I praise, who should the mind praise? Shrutam stuhi. This is very, very important. Shrutam stuhi. Shrutam means that which is a, you know, uh, which is a product of the Shruti. Who is the product of the Shruti? Bhagavan. You learn about Bhagavan from the product, from the Shruti itself. So here we know that the praise here is connected with understanding. It's not just praise. It's a praise that is filled with understanding. That's why it is revealed. That which is revealed through the Shruti, I understand and then praise. That is the beauty of it. It's not just a, Artha Bhakti, which is Jignasu Bhakti. Artha Bhakti means 911 Bhakti. Oh, I'm falling. Catch me. Hold me. <laughs> Be my mummy. Be my daddy. That is 911 Bhakti. <laughs> but here, this is uh, this is what? This is just a uh, uh, this is just a, uh, a Bhakti with understanding. Jnani Bhakta Jignasu. Jignasu means the desirer of knowledge. That is the person here who is uh, uh, who is being you know asked to praise. Please praise stuhi shrutam stuhi. Please uh, praise O mind. Spend your praise means look at the glory. Look at the glories of this Lord that is revealed through the shastra. Look at that glory. That glory is not outside of you. Oh, so some lord sitting in the Shastra, I have to praise. No, Gartha Sadam Stuhi. Gartha Sadanaha, it should be, but it is Chandasam Gartha Sadaha. Gartha Sadaha means the one who is the indweller of your heart. So the one that is the indweller of the heart. And how do you know that he or she is the indweller of the heart? Because you have studied it through the Shruti. And so the, the indweller of the heart, who is non-separate from you, O mind, praise. And then who else to praise? Yuvanam stuhi. Yuvanam means the young one, who is always at the peak of youth. Bhagavan is always at the peak of youth. Like Lord Dakshinamurti is forever 16. Kannika Parameshwari is also 16. <laughs> yeah. They are all 16 because Shodashakala is there. Shodashakala means that, that completeness is there. All the aspects are there and 16. And, and according to the Shastra, after 16 it's downhill. It's not like... <laughs> so 16 is the peak where everything, all the organs, you know, Jnanendriyas, Karmendriyas, everything is functioning at optimal output. After that it's just, yeah, you're on the shelf. And so here, why should the, why should the Lord be uh, always visualized at the peak of youth? Because if it is a baby Lord, other than baby Krishna, baby Krishna is allowed to do many things uh, because uh, Krishna is not, uh, you know, within the scope of our trying to even figure him out. And he has shown that many places and many times. But so, um, baby Krishna for more for a bhavana more for a sense of uh, uh, what is that called love and connection and bhakti but uh, other than baby krishna i mean you're only baby krishna 
you don't have baby lord shiva burping up you know <laughs> some of his formula you don't have that kind of <laughs> expression at all you don't i mean the very thought of it is funny because Sh- shiva is all grown up everybody is grown up except baby krishna baby krishna gets away with it because he is so cute and he is very powerful even in the baby you know because when he was a baby he sucked the life blood out of putana the demoness so he he was supposed to be killed at birth he escaped because he was a blue baby literally yeah he had a hole in the heart when he was born or something and because of that he did not cry he was all blue and then on a on a stormy night he was taken by the father to the next village and and given to another you know milk uh, uh, cow herd family and then you know he uh, he he put the child there and that lady had given birth to a stillborn baby and he brought that baby back and sw- did a switch of the babies and so the uncle kamsa was ready to kill but then he had escaped and soon uh, the stories of this boisterous young baby baby <laughs> in this place was was very much uh, people started to find, uh, you know fall over krishna he was so radiant nobody could stay away from him he was so much loved and kamsa knew okay he must be somewhere there he has escaped so he sent uh, uh, what was putana his sister or cousin or somebody he sent this demoness who pretended to be a childless woman and said you know i want to i want to have some maternal feelings can i just please feed your newborn breastfeed your newborn i have miscarried and i'm really miserable so who can stand that you know everybody would just give their their newborns and say just okay play with it no problem feed it do whatever you want and then she she was poisonous and she would apply poison to her breasts and bread breastfeed these children and then many babies died and then as the word came and then uh, uh, this one mother yashoda was somewhere milking the cows and she heard okay this is what is happening she just ran to save baby krishna save him really from who you know that was the question she found baby krishna crawling around the body of putana <laughs> from whom he had sucked out the life blood so so really so there are exceptions but generally you visualize bhagavan in 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 full youth form because if it's a baby that means i have to wait for bhagavan to grow up to grant me boobs because suddenly if he has a tantrum then what am i going to do <laughs> right and okay why not an old bhagavan old bhagavan means he's about to die i have to you know say clear and then shock him and put him on life support <laughs> Put him on life support. Wait, wait, wait! One last wish. One last boon. Give me, give me, give me. No. That's why ever young, neither young, neither a baby nor elderly. Yuvanam stuhi. Yuvanam stuhi. This stuhi goes with all the words here because you know that all the words in the second case. Mrigam stuhi. Mriga, mriga means actually deer, you know, doesn't it? No, but it is not. Here it means lion. Yeah, it means lion. So it means what is that? 
that for which the deer is food yeah that is what it means <laughs> i can't think of any other vyutpatti so so why it should be the case so uh, so the one who is mrigam na na here means mrigam iva na is ivarthe iva iva means like who is like a lion means very courageous and at the same time scary bhimam 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 means frightening we already saw that here also the word bhima was there frightening what is frightening your own karma phala that is being shown to you in a mirror is what is frightening that this bhagavan is the mirror and so the lion roars if you approach and <laughs> that is what it is and so stuhi uh, so praise this kind of a lord praise means with understanding and then upahatnu upahatnuhu upahatnuhu means the one that is uh, ready to strike upahatnuhu the one that is ready to strike the one who is uh, uh, but whom the wrong doers of course upahatnuhu the, the the one that is ready to strike at the people who are wrong doers ugraha ugram stuhi ugram stuhi ugraha means the one who is very frightening same thing we have, we have already uh, explained that we have talked about this frightening because one cannot face one's own karma that is why frightening so ugra uh, ugram stuhi bhimam stuhi upahatnum stuhi it all goes back to that first uh, dhatu there it all is connected with this stuhi praise praise doesn't mean for your life sit and praise so that bhagavan may have mercy that is again artha bhakti 911 bhakti but here what is the uh, what is the spirit of this the spirit of this is praise uh, you cannot but praise once you have understanding so praise from the the place of understanding please praise okay so that is the bhimams uh, uh, to he okay mrida this is again chandasam you know i don't know what the the the, the, the uh what is that called uh, the formation and all gra- grammatical formation is mrida means the the giver of happiness mridayati the one who gives happiness the cause of happiness in what jaritre jaritraha means in this aging loda loda body <laughs> in this body that is on its way out the moment it was born <laughs> that's what it is every day new new complaints oh i thought we were over that no one more thing has popped up is it connected to the other thing uh, we hope but we don't know and we don't know whether to laugh or to cry if it is connected well maybe it's good because it's the part of the same thing but then maybe it's bad because that means that condition is progressing and if it is unconnected oh definitely it's good because it's a new complaint wait a minute how can it be good if it's a new complaint that means there's one more thing i have to deal with so this is jaritra jaritra so jaritra means always aging always subject to weakening always subject to just dropping and in this body let us find a little happiness 
in order to praise you okay okay not for ourselves just in order to praise you even in this body loda loda body all the time complaining you know popping pills at the rate of uh, uh, one per minute and then in this kind of a body let us find some peace let us find some happiness because if the body is aching and in in pain and in discomfort all the time how can i sit for vedanta how can i sit and chant the shri rudram it is not possible at all how can i do that it's not possible so give us a little respite from these complaints yeah let the mercury go out of retrograde and <laughs> let the saturn come out of some you know let the saturn come out of all the difficult uh, positions in which it has been put and difficult uh, whatever and all these are nimittas the mercury etc but it is just bhagavan and then so mridajaritre he rudra rudra he rudra vocative stavanah rudra so the one who is being prayed praised o rudra the one who is being praised give us some source of solace in this aging dying body and then the last one is an asmat anyat निवपन्तु सेना ते ते सेना अस्मत अन्यत निवपन्तु निवपन्तु मींस रिट्रीट मे योर आर्मी रिट्रीट फ्रॉम व्हाट अस्मत फ्रॉम अस दैट्स वंडरफुल या निवपन्तु may the the armies retreat your armies your armies in the form of astrology various planets and their prakopas and everything so nivapantu uh, 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 doesn't mean no uh, i'm confusing it with with the other one vrinaktu uh, parivrinaktu no nivapantu means killed so nivapantu um, uh, killed certainly killed may your armies kill because that's what the army is meant for your celestial army is supposed to kill and destroy let them kill we are not coming in their way but we just pray that it kills other than us <laughs> it destroys other than us who are who are totally surrendered to you anything but us so us the, the it's very complicated because the uh, what is that the upasargas are in different places than the words in 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 the chandas in the uh, vedic poetry one is allowed to Uh, cut the prefix from the word and put it elsewhere so asmat anyat te sena ha nivapantu asmat anyat means other than us let them destroy all the wrong doers and we are not wrong doers why <laughs> for two reasons first we have done sharanagati so for that we have to get new karma phala the old karma is being cancelled as we speak woohoo fantastic yippee very nice isn't it yeah so then uh, so that's the first reason second reason is the stuhi means with understanding so as your understanding the karma as your understanding grows the karma goes away karma goes away when your understanding grows why because karma is a model it's mithya you are not a karta so how can you have karma phala when you understand this so they, therefore your uh, divine celestial army the marching armies will get the marching orders to destroy everyone still in self ignorance but not us <laughs> another meaning asmat asmat nivapantu sena aha 
that one. And then, so that is the, that is mantra number eight. So mantra number nine also has its own mantra, okay? And uh, this one has a, what is the meter here? Prishthup uh, uh, meter, I think, uh, or Anushthup, I don't know. Gaja charma vrita tanum spurat prahare najvalam prahare nojvalam sarva papa haram dhyayet devam kunjarabhedinam. This is based on a story, Kunjarabhedin. So, Lord Shiva, uh, one time the Brahmanas, there was a group of Brahmanas who were greedy for a lot of power and uh, uh, the ability to uh, have, to effect miracles, etc. And so they all approached Lord Shiva and said, give us more power, more power, more power. Lord Shiva got angry. Oh, you are, why do you want so much power? You know, just, just stop. And they, they didn't stop. They kept on pressing him for more power. Then finally Parvati took pity on them. And Parvati told Lord Shiva, why don't you give them the blessing of self-knowledge instead, instead of all this power? So he said, yeah, I think I can do that, but they are so egotistic right now. They are not in a place to do this. I think I need help. So he sought the help of Mahavishnu. He met on the way as he was approaching the Brahmanas. So they, they said, okay, this is like, a, you know, both of us need to do this. So Vishnu did what he knows to, uh, best to do. He got into the Mohini Avatara. He became a woman. And, um, and the Brahmanas were meditating. Some of them were meditating. Some of them were doing yajna deep in the forest. And Mohini just, you know, they heard the uh, bells, anklet bells, chan, 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 chan. <laughs> and then they looked. And, and she just said, come on, boys. And they all <laughs> followed <laughs> deep into the forest leaving the chamas leaving the that sacrificial spoon that the spoon should not be put down until you have finished you have to hold it or there is a, a separate stand for it to for it to rest but they just threw the spoon into the fire they threw everything and they just marched off behind her never to be heard of again and she took them deep into the forest and they were disappeared they disappeared and then Shiva said, okay, now I will, I will deal with their wives because this is a two-person two thing. So he dressed up as a mendicant and went for bhiksha. And he was so shining and resplendent that all the women fell in love with him. And he led them to another part of the forest. Okay. So then, the, uh, uh, then Mohini, uh, who was there with the, uh, uh, what's it, you know, with, with the brahmanas, to make them upset and showed on her cell phone <laughs> the, <laughs> the recording of the wives fawning over Lord Shiva somewhere else in another part of the forest. And the Brahmanas got very angry. They said, oh, this Shiva we have been praying to and he is doing this to us. He has spirited away our wives and here they are massaging his legs and all of them. And what's wrong with, what's wrong with him? And then, uh, so what the Brahmanas did is that they, uh, they conjured up, because they had a lot of power from the same Shiva. So they conjured up a tiger and they sent it to kill Lord Shiva. 
and of course lord shiva killed it off instead and then sat on the skin of the tiger that's how he is tiger skin uh, sometimes he wears it also and then they they sent one elephant and the elephant also met the same fate and then he just skinned the elephant after it, it died and then he used it as as a wrap a shawl okay yeah and uh, he used that so that so kunjara bhedin means the one who has killed the elephant elephant me here we can't take it literally and then say oh you know wildlife should be protected <laughs> and the tigers there are only so many tigers in even in india and africa and why they are doing this and and bhagwan shouldn't do this you know this is not this is not necessary this is not where you go you have to have imagination to study all these things and imagination means what you have to use it creatively elephant means huge ego mm. trumpeting you know uh, what is that you know so blowing your own trumpet <laughs> huge ego tiger means anger that's where the goddess sits on the uh, the tiger she has master mastery over all the kama krodha etc and so so both of them he made short shrift of then the brahmanas said okay okay this this is our mistake we shouldn't have done that so then they begged forgiveness and then uh, he he gave them the gift of uh, making them ready for self knowledge and that is the story upon which this dhyana uh, shloka is uh, based gaja charma avritan avritatanum the one who has the lord who who has the elephant skin wrap okay avritam tanuh so the shawl is the elephant skin uh, and then spurat uh, shining praharana ujjvalam shining with uh, Praharana means things you throw, you know, the um, weapons. The weapons he keeps them very very nicely polished, and so the gleaming weapons, the one with gleaming weapons, sarva papa haram. That's easy. The one who takes away all the papas, dhyayet, uh, devam. May one meditate upon the effulgent one, kunjara bhedinam, the one who killed off the elephant. So what do you get out of chanting this? you get a good son and a good daughter <laughs> yeah so uh, and you get a lot of wealth money money you know you get lot of you, you get wealth and then you get mantra siddhi how to get mantra siddhi meaning you you'll always see if you if you chant it once or twice you'll get uh, you know the sun will be good for one day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how to that he back to his bad old ways so and same with the daughter also but if you want them to be permanently good then good means listening to you and then <laughs> so then what you do is then here we are in a different uh, different area so then you have to chant it for 9 days with only 5000 chants per day yeah per day 5000 chants and chant for 9 days and do a baby krichra in the middle we have talked about this krichra what is krichra yeah krichra is a particular kind of a four day fast okay and i was explaining it and somebody had a very different interpretation i'll tell so it's a four day fast i have talked about this in the rudram but maybe that was a long time ago so it's uh, worth repeating it's a very nice fast so you can do a uh, so there is a actually it's a 12 day fast but then you can do one third of it which is a four day fast so the first day you eat only lunch 
nothing else okay and the next day you eat only dinner nothing else it's not lunch and dinner okay only dinner and the third day you, you eat uh, but you don't eat uh, you don't go to the fridge and select what you're going to eat somebody has to bring you something if they don't bring you anything you don't eat at all you can drink you can drink water and you know clear liquids coconut water all these things you can drink and then uh, so on the fourth day you don't eat anything at all this is krichra praja patya krichra is doing three rounds of this it's called praja patya krichra so this is a baby krichra it's kind of a nice cleansing uh, you know it's based on uh, uh, this all this intermittent fasting and all people are taking the credit for it we knew this long time ago now this is a kind of a four day intermittent fasting and one day lunch another day dinner that's what it is and so here uh, what does it say yeah so you do one krichra and then you do 5000 chants per day for nine days in the middle according to your choice whenever you want you can fit the krichra in okay that's your choice and then you you get all these things okay better to select self knowledge <laughs> so then what else is there parino rudrasya hetihi vrinaktu see again this pari is separated pari vrinaktu rudrasya hetihi pari vrinaktu pari vrinaktu means may they make a retreat what rudrasya belonging to rudra what is uh, uh, what is hetihi weaponry may the weaponry belonging to rudra beat a retreat pari means all round tveshasya tveshasya means the one who is shining in anger <laughs> yeah from tvisha uh, to 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 shine uh, and so the one who is shining in anger tveshasya durmatihi tveshasya durmatihi durmatihi means what bad brain correct yeah yeah bad mind yeah the one who has bad and why is bhagavan having a bad mind because he's bhagavan here rudra is saying that i am about to get you that's why you get somebody else okay you are sumati but if you are about to get me <laughs> definitely you must be durmati you know you are about to get me go there i told you that one has been worse go there If this one is very adharmic you want adharmic people let me line them up for you don't come after me you go after them i told you there are plenty of adharmic people in the world and i'm happy to line them up for you and you know here's a database of the fbi's most wanted list okay here take okay leave me alone but if you don't leave me alone i'm going to call you durmati hi <laughs> durmati hi and uh, so aghayuhu agham papam krodha sadhanena ichchati iti aghayuhu agha means papa agha is your own papa and then the aghayu means the one who has uh, weapons made for every papa karma that you have this is aghayu that your papa karma makes him craft new new weapons that he had never even imagined to use against you this bad durmati okay yeah <laughs> bad boy bad boy rudra here very bad and how could you do this to me and then don't do this to me and then ava protect me instead then protect me says thira means un, uh, you know 
Sthira doesn't go with, uh, Sthira means unchanging, not unchanging protection, no. Unchanging uh, weaponry, terrible unchanging weaponry, you know. Maghavaha, Maghavadhyaha, Maghavadhyaha means uh, 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 on, on behalf of us. Maghavadhyaha Tanushva, Maghavadhyaha Tanushva, Midhvas Tokaya Tanayaya, Tokaya Tanayaya Mridaya. First we'll take Mridaya. Mridaya means may you, may you give us happiness. Naha Asmakam, may you give us happiness and happiness to, uh, you know, what is the kind of, uh, what is, happiness for what? Tokaya. Tokaya means to the generations of um, uh, people that come after us, our descendants. Tokaya, for them, give happiness. Tanayaya, for our immediate children, give happiness. Give happiness for children, grandchildren, great-great-grandchildren, great-great-grandchildren, all of them. So, Tveshasya means the one who is shining with uh, uh, with Durmati, with a bad mind of wanting to uh, wanting to do something to you. That is why bad mind. And then uh, and then the one who is Aghayu, uh, the, the Aghayu means the the one waiting to cause afflictions through new new karma phalas uh, that are there as a result of your your own karma. And then. Uh, sthira means unfailing always. That sthira goes with all this, the uh, the aghayu and the uh, and the one shining in anger always. So maghavadhyaha means for the sake of us. Who is this us? The one the worshipping us. For the worshipping us, uh, you know, midvaha. Uh, midvas means the one. Uh, please take back, take back. You know, take back. Avatanushva, uh, uh, take back. Midvaha means, Midvas means be pleased, be the grantor of boons from the one who is shining in anger. Convert yourself into the grantor of boons, not only to us, but to our progeny, to our descendants, to their descendants and keep the world in a good place. Make friends with Vishnu more often and <laughs> you know, don't just be the destroying force. This is uh, this is the, the this is the thing, you know. This is uh, 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 again the, the the whole thing is karma phala, the karma. It is all karma phala centric, because the karma phala is scary and the karma phala is waiting uh, at the door, to to make itself known and to say here I am, and I'm going to cause pain and I'm going to cause all kinds of problems. And uh, I'm sure that you will be, uh, you will not even expect me. Here I am. <laughs> and so the karma phala is scary because it is not understood. It is not uh, accepted. It is not understood. It is not accepted. Furthermore, it is not known how to deal with it. People don't know how to deal with it. That's why it is frightening. And the Lord is the manifestation of karma phala, the, the, the order of karma. So very, very scary shining in anger. So who is the cause of anger? Your own karma makes Bhagavan angry. Adharmic karma makes Bhagavan angry. So it's not that Bhagavan is angry. Bhagavan's anger is, is with the people who flout the, uh, the, the, the matrix of norms called dharma. So when dharma is flouted, it goes, uh, you know, it's not in tandem with Ishvara. 
that is why that anger of ishvara is directed because you have gone from you have strayed from what is what you are supposed to do and that is what it is and so uh, uh, the, the so therefore uh, this look and that's why the, the lord looks mean as though he's plotting something you know <laughs> yeah durmati um, let's see what kind of tortures <laughs> you know let let me let me see what i can plot oh i've done that before but that didn't have much effect let me try something new <laughs> yeah. so like this you know this plotting mind is called durmati and so this we draw this durmati make it sumati how to make it sumati first you do sharanagati first you say you know what i am totally at your feet i'm not anywhere else here i'm just at your feet look at me i'm so uh, you know i'm defenseless and i'm vulnerable protect me and take away all these avataras of you looking angry and looking mean and plotting and looking sly you know and and uh, trying various forms of uh, pl- plotting various forms of torture for me and then bless me with the understanding of who you are mridaya means make me happy how will i be happy you know not if you throw a toy my way that's not going to make me happy <laughs> it will make me happy for 5 minutes and then after it's destroyed it's good the happiness is also destroyed i don't want that toy i want you i want you i don't want the toy so so make me happy means give me lasting happiness by showing me that i am non separate from you so that i don't have any fear of you and this karma that i have been uh, uh, raised on a diet of fear every vaidika is very frightened of karma so then this karma make me transcend this karma this karma make me cross over easily why because this karma is not really there why drop the karta within me make me get, gain this knowledge to drop the karta and if i drop the karta what will happen the karma is all, karta means the, the notion that i am a doer when the doer is dropped then the what all is done in the account standing in the account is all falsified this is what the promise of the bhagavad gita and also the mundaka upanishad that we are studying right now and what is that uh, it says bhidyate hridaya granthihi chidyante sarva samshayaha kshiyante cha asya karmani tasmin drishte paravare i think of myself as avara avara means lowly whereas bhagavan is para out of reach oh you, uh, you you know you who is so far away from me and you who is all powerful and i have such small power and you who is everything and i am nothing this is the devotee's idea before self knowledge so tasmin brahmani in that brahman which is the truth of both the para and the avara when i see both of them coalescing together when i see that i am not avara and bhagavan is not para i am the same as bhagavan this para avara is an as though distinction from the empirical standpoint it is all just uh, there is no para there is no avara there is only ishvara okay so then once i know that then three promises are made vidyate hridaya granthihi the knot of ignorance that that has one twisted up and tied up in knots resolves resolving the knot of ignorance is not easy that's why it's called knot <laughs> and it's just like a knot you tie a slip knot 
and then what happens there are two ends coming like this one of them tightens the knot if you pull at it if you pull at the wrong end it will tighten the knot but then if you pull at the correct end it will loosen the whole thing so what is the correct end shastra darshanam the shastra gnanam that is the correct end guru upasadanam approaching the teacher gaining the knowledge that is the correct one to pull and so the heart knot is torn asunder all doubts will i make it am i okay do people love me for that matter do i love them all these will go away the doubts go away second promise and the third promise kshiyante cha asya karmani all the karma standing in the account just wear out they are welcome because they are no longer welcome <laughs> because one has called off the uh, called the spoof so does that mean that the gnani will not get a back ache gnani will definitely get a back ache so then <laughs> so what's the use of studying this <laughs> studying these scriptures and all these things rudram and everything but the back ache will not define you that's the thing back ache will not make the gnani uh, go back Uh, and uh, go back to how it was in the beginning and say i am i am doomed and why i have to have this and why me all these things are not there back ache may be there side ache may be there front ache may be there but it is not defining who you are it is you are free of that completely and so kshiyante cha asya karmani so karma is you know neuter word so karma karmani karmani means all the three karmas otherwise they could have just used two two karmani but here they are using plural more than two so all the three karmas what are the three karmas sanchita prarabdha agami oh prarabdha also goes meaning you got the knowledge gone no prarabdha as though continues for the person who is looking at the gnani and approaching the gnani for knowledge etc etc so the gnani continues to have a body with which the gnani uh, identifies less and less and less it has zero identification with the body and so the body continues the body is just like a some some small you know plant growing in the wild that's all it is and uh, so so therefore all the three karmas go away and tasmin drishte when this when this even i understand myself as that brahman which is uh, the truth of ishvara which is the truth of me and that is what here the uh, in, in this particular mantra the rudram also promises so this is how bhagavan changes when you know this bhagavan changes from a scary uh, uh, person you know entity that is scary to someone who is a fairy yeah so <laughs> very nice just with a wand you know yeah uh, so no no longer scary no longer frightening and that is the understanding that has made see it's all subjectivity my own subjectivity makes me think that bhagwan has a plotting and a mean mind but then my own objectivity the vairagya and the gnanam and the gnanam here is the objectivity makes me understand that that was just my own uh, uh, superimposition upon that bhagavan who is free of all subjectivity who is free of all partiality om purnamadah purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate 